All right, that puts us in. We're in. We're in. This is uh, the Rolling Toe Show is live in 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's to January 5th, 2023. I don't know which episode this is. We'll call it. It's episode one of 2023. One of 2023. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> and, uh, this is Kevin and Mike it again. And our show today is coming from the Legal Review Department of MD Alignment Services. Right. Mike's got a special legal review today. I've got a whole bunch of of questions and answers from court reporters. Court reporters. Yes. They, this stuff was recorded in the actual court hearings. And okay. we believe that it was because we found it on the internet. Of course. And I believe everything I see on the internet. <laughs> okay. All right. So, for example, I'll give you one. Hold um, on. Before you do that, I oh. want to make sure everybody knows that if they have any questions uh, for the show. And want me to stop doing this. And want you to stop doing this. <laughs> then the thing to do is to call in at 855-950-3835, as usual. <laughs> okay, so, so we're in a courtroom, and an attorney is asking questions of a witness. And the attorney asks... What gear were you in at the moment of impact? And the witness response, Gucci sweats and Reeboks. There you go. That was my gear. That's, uh, this, is, this was a uh, transportation... Uh, Related. F- FMCSA review, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. It was a court <laughs> case. So somebody was trying somebody for something. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Uh, attorney, are you sexually active? Witness, no, I just lie there. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so oh, what, what's new and exciting in the MD alignment business? What is new and exciting in MD alignment? It's, uh, it's a new year. Uh, our last year was a good year. It was a good year. It was yeah. a good year. We helped some people. We sold some equipment. Yeah. yeah we helped fun. a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, uh, a, lot of, a lot of satisfied uh, customers. I, we stopped doing... Uh, the alignment service ourselves. Yes, you did. Because you're trying to uh, retire. This has been your quietest year ever. Yes, I'm semi-retiring. I say quiet. That doesn't include the story. No, it doesn't count the story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've had to do the least. We've traveled a little bit more this year than the last couple of years. Yes. Because uh, we could finally go to uh, Uvalde for the Uvalde, some of the other stuff. And we've got a bunch of things scheduled for this year, which you and I are going to share. Some of it I'll go do. Some of it I'll do. Some some I'll do. do. Transition time. This is. We are in a, in transition. Mm-hmm. But the, the radio show, the uh, Rolling Toe Call-In podcast, mm-hmm. this continues as per usual. Yeah, there's no reason to stop. I can sit here in my wheelchair and do this. <laughs> Eventually, I, have a wheelchair. I can be in bed with that beautiful blonde buxom nurse you taking could. care of me, and I can have the headset on and this talking. This is a dream you've had. Yes. Right. <laughs> but uh, as it is, we're, we're just in the office, and we're just uh, taking yeah. calls. And yes, we are. Answering questions. And is anybody calling? There is. There, we don't have a call. Oh, then I, I need, to, number to, call. I need to give you another, um, another attorney witness exchange. I'll give you the number right after this. Go ahead and give them the number. 
3835 to make Mike stop telling lawyer jokes. Okay, now the attorney says, Doctor, is it true that when a patient, person dies in his sleep, he doesn't know about it until the next morning? Witness response, did you actually pass the bar exam? <laughs> <laughs> You know, because they know right away. Right. <laughs> right. They know. They're aware they of it. Know. <laughs> Attorney, the youngest son, the 20-year-old, how is he? How old is he? <laughs> Witness response, he's 20, much like your IQ. <laughs> I love these. These are great. Shall we go to court and, and hear some of them in person? No. No? No, I'm not taking you anywhere near a courtroom. Mm. People ask you to go to courtrooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I don't think you should do that. Okay. <laughs> okay, the attorney's instructions. All your responses must be oral, okay? What school did you go to? Witness, oral. <laughs> I state your name. I state my name, yes. Attorney, are you qualified to give a urine sample? Witness, are you qualified to ask that question? <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. That's uh, a, a taste of lawyer jokes. Yes, yes. We're having fun with the lawyers. Right, something about what do you call a bus full of lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? With one seat empty. <laughs> with one seat empty. A waste of a perfectly good seat. There you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, lawyers. You know a couple of good lawyers. I do know a couple of good ones. Yes. Great lawyers. Yes. But, uh, no, they deserve all the... I know a couple of bad lawyers, too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They deserve all the uh, the harassment that they get. Of course, I suppose that's the same as I know some good truck drivers, and I know some truck drivers who shouldn't be behind a wheel. I know some good mechanics. I know some guys who claim they're mechanics but couldn't fix anything. Right? True. I mean, it's just the way it is with everything. True. The 80-20 rule. 80% of the good work is done by 20% of the people. That's all true. It's life we live. Yeah. Um, we're having, we, I, was, I literally just got off the phone with a guy in uh, our uh, America's Hat Canada um, having trouble getting competent technicians to, to work for him. Yeah. And uh, that's a, there's a problem all across the country. Right? And competence includes just being willing to work. That's It's a big part of it. And show up. Right. Yeah. Well, well you know, he said, actually, I was surprised. I mean, there is that. But his problem was getting somebody that wasn't just capable of replacing parts, but of fixing problems. <clears throat> now, that's the scary thing in Canada. Let's talk about the difference between an American truck mechanic and a Canadian truck mechanic. All right. In Canada, to be a certified mechanic, you have to go through a four-year trade school. Right. You have to serve a two, I think it's two years, might be three-year apprenticeship under a master mechanic. And then you become a certified mechanic. Right. Okay, that's Canada. Yeah. They have a lot of training required before you can go out there and spend wrenches on your own. 
Six years before the training edge. In the United States, you go to Harbor Freight, buy yourself a toolbox, and you're a mechanic. You are a mechanic as of that moment. And from what I've been able to tell, and I could be wrong, the difference in the quality of mechanics between the North America, between Canada and America, is no different. Not a great difference. I haven't seen a lot of difference. Right. Well, it's. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I think that that comes down to the if you if you take the risk and go ahead and start your company, then and if you don't know what you're doing, you will quickly not be in business. That's true. So, I guess it's a it's a and and if you work for somebody else as a mechanic and don't know what you're doing, you don't work there very long. Right. Uh, trial by fire. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, we've, we've got, uh, we've got a number of really great mechanics. We do. We do. On our website. Yep. At mdaline.com. Mm-hmm. Shop locator. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we've been working with all across, all across North America. Yep. Um, and we need more. We don't list the ones in Mexico. No. No. Um, no. Don't speak the span the language. Right. No se habla español. Right, right. That's a that's a weakness on our part that we're not speaking all the languages it available is. in North America. But I'm too damn old to learn it. That's true. And I, I tried and I failed. So uh <laughs> we might have to just if it gets to that point hire somebody. <laughs> we got any call ins? We don't. We okay. Don't Talking about competence. Sure. Let's try this next attorney witness exchange doctor before you performed the autopsy did you check for a pulse witness no did you check for blood pressure no did you check for breathing no so then is it possible that the patient was alive when you began the autopsy no how can you be so sure doctor because his brain was sitting on my desk in a jar. I see, but could the patient still have been alive nonetheless? Witness, yes. It's possible he could have been alive and practicing law. <laughs> Only if he was practicing law. <laughs> Brain dead. <laughs> there was another one here. Um, doctor, how many of the autopsies have you performed on dead people? Doctor, all of them. Oh. The live ones put up too much of a fight. Right. I don't <laughs> like that part where you... Yeah. <laughs> they get all wiggly and scream. Ah, <laughs> uh, heck. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, this is our, uh, our new year, and what, what news do we have? What, 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 are we, what are the things that we're going all to All the news that is the news. What? All the news that is the news. All the news that is the news. Yes. You know where that came from? Uh, somebody. Laughing. Laughing. Yeah. That's hmm. all I know. I'm old. That came from the guy that uh, was the Corsican hmm. in uh, or the Sicilian. The Sicilian and Princess Bride. That's all I know. Ah, that's all I know. Yeah. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know what there is that's news. The new year is so new that I haven't learned anything. Exactly. It's only five days old. That's right. Frank and Russell are back with a vengeance to the office. Those two dogs. Yeah. (laughs) Test your patience, huh? 
I'm the only guy in this office that doesn't have a door they can close to keep the damn dogs out. <laughs> and their kennel is right next to my desk. Right. And they yow and fight and bite and have a good time. Right. But you're not answering phones all the time, so you don't have to worry about that. That's a great excuse. Yes. I don't know that I'm buying it. <laughs> so we do have an issue, though. It is next to the classroom also. So um, when this next training comes up, we're going to have to. They will be elsewhere. Right. We'll lock them in your office. <laughs> that could happen. That could happen. And tear up everything in here. Oh, I'm kind of puppy proofing it. What a bet. <laughs> <laughs> Give them time. Well, you got to distract them. They'll figure All out. right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> we do have a call coming in. So we I do? We should be- you mean we're actually live and on the air? Uh, that's that's one thing I can I can definitely. I was beginning to worry. So uh, I got a question about river, riverware. Boy, that's a Hello, tough question. Hello, Rob. And the I river got a way. question about uh, where our front tires on the steer okay. axle. Okay. Truck drives really good down the road. They're good year steer tires. Truck's got 89,000 miles on. And I can let go of the steering wheel. And drives straight down the road, like four or five seconds and you know do it soft a little bit that's good but uh, truck like it's a 2022 and i just was curious there's no there's no uh other wear on the tires don't good and we i uh we rotated the steer tires is about seventy-five thousand, and the one that i removed from the left and push put to the right it's uh that's in that weird weird river wear i just seen it a little bit ago, I noticed it, second rib in, and uh, it doesn't vibrate, but um, I do check the air pressure, just like you guys talked about. Um, so, mm-hmm. I run about 115 pounds there. And what does the sidewall of the tire say? I think it says 110. Good, good. And you're running 115. Right. Well, it's a yeah. good deal. So... You're still a little low. Yeah. The Goodyear, the Goodyear would appreciate more air. All of them would appreciate more air, but yeah. Goodyear appreciates it more than others do. Yeah. So, and normally when you get the second or third rib in wearing on one of the new tires, the new low rolling resistance fuel efficient tires, wearing the second or third rib in is an indication of not enough air pressure. Right. Okay. And it's possible, you know, 120 is the max pressure cold you can put in that rim that depends he may have 130 rims well you might you got to look at the rim and see what the rim says right so uh the the thing being this tire wear may require a pressure that's higher than you can put in the tire in the first place to to actually eliminate it well it, it depends now do you know what the load capacity of your steer axle is it's 13 to Whoa, you got the wrong tires. If you have 14 ply tires on that axle, you got the wrong. Yeah, if your sidewall says 110, you got a 14 ply or G rated tire. You need an H rated tire, and the sidewall should say 123, and you should be running 130. Right. Okay. I came from the factory this way, so that's uh, 
Sure. Yep. Maybe I'm incorrect on that. We uh, grading on the Are you are you parked or are you driving? No, just driving by okay. the Iowa e truck stop right now. Oh, okay. Well, if you're if you're driving, put the cruise control on, yeah. open the door, <laughs> and right yeah. there on the door jam, it tells you which tire you're supposed to have. Right. Okay. Okay. And it tells yeah. you the axle rating. Yeah. Yeah, but, the, the weather's nice enough. You should be able to. Yeah, it's not too cold. You'll be okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So but, um, yeah, it yeah, it sounds like really you strange. got. Pardon? I say it's just really strange. It, um, I generally have good good uh, luck with the tires wearing, mm-hmm. full of tanker, and mm-hmm. uh, don't go around corners. Don't go flying around corners. And, uh, I generally get about yeah. one hundred twenty to one hundred thirty thousand out steer tires. Yeah, well, we'd like He's you to go get, a long way. Yeah, yeah, we'd like you to get even more than that. Okay, right. But but if you got the wrong tire for the load that's on it, that that's that's the problem. That would be disappointing. As you said, this is a 2022. Yeah. This is the first set of tires on it. It'd be very disappointing that the from the factory they put the wrong tires on. Well, right, but not impossible. Not impossible. Yeah. Seems like we um we uh we get new trucks occasionally they. I'd say they all fit me the wrong, the wrong tire, but uh, they all come the same way. Yep. That's yep. Good, uh, I was kind of wondering if I, you know, rotate the steer tire fast enough. No, 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 no. Second or third rib in has nothing to do with rotating the tire. It just has to do with weight and inflation. Right. Okay. Right. I will, when we take these off again, we'll buy, we'll, we, we use the Centromatics and the... Uh, uh,2022 came was supposed to have 16 ply steer tires. It came with 18 ply tires on it. So, wow. Boy, you got some yeah. tires. <laughs> yeah. But then we hit a deer and then, uh, and oh. yeah, lost one of them and I couldn't replace the other one. There was only 20,000 miles on those tires, mm. but you couldn't buy another 18. So just had to redo both of them. So, okay. Okay. Anyway, I had a customer that listens to you guys all the time in here for some catalysts to, uh, 
New Year's Eve, and mm-hmm. uh, he was asking, how often do you guys recommend, and I figured I'd just talk on the air so he can hear it, uh, to recheck or redo the alignments? Well, I advocate feeling the steer tires for feathered wear frequently, yep. like at least once a week. And if mm-hmm. there's no feathered wear, the alignment's fine. Right. Exactly. And that's what I was telling him, but he's like, well, I think I should do it every 80 or 100,000. I said, well, you know, if you're finding, but if there's nothing, as we did his alignment back in August and he said, there's absolutely nowhere. I said, well, then we did our job right. So, yeah, this is kind of like oil leaks on an engine and checking the gaskets. If the oil's not leaking out of the engine down the sides, and if it's not showing up in your radiator fluid, then the gasket must be the gasket must be okay. And taking the engine apart to inspect the gases doesn't help the gasket. Right. Exactly. By the same no, token, just... we're not aligning a truck to make the numbers right. We're aligning a truck to make the tires wear right. Yeah. So the end result is if the tires wearing right and the truck's handling right, the alignment's right, leave it alone. I don't care what the numbers are. Right. One hundred percent. So the other thing is, uh, I don't think you guys got as lucky as we did. We got uh, we got about twenty inches of snow in twenty four hours here. No, so I'm I'm sure glad it's up there and not here because I'm too old for that. (laughs) Yeah, Jim said he wanted it. Yeah, Jim at Michigan wanted it because he wants to go snowmobiling. I told him he can come take it, all of it. Yeah, but uh, we are, are. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Uh, waiting for Scott from Wheel Jam. We're going to be happy to go over to Wheel Jam again this year, but he's coming in, check some Dr. Preload stuff. He's got a seal leaking and get to cool. check his alignment. So Wheel Jam's coming up June 1st in here on South Dakota, and we're proud to be a big sponsor, and maybe you guys can come out and join us. You never so, know. might work out. Uh, but by that time of the year up there, can you do without a sweater? <laughs> yes, you can. You can. And June first is my birthday with the day it starts, so you can come celebrate. Happy wow. birthday to you. Happy yeah. birthday to you. Yeah, we got we got six months to go there, so All I'll right. give you some time. We'll survive. All right. Well, stay warm, and maybe I'm gonna get a flamethrower like my governor of South Dakota and help melt some of this snow. All right. All right. <laughs> you have a happy New Year. You too. Have- All right. Bye. See you soon. Bye bye. Uh, I think we might be seeing her at Mid American Truck. Mid American Truck Show. Might yeah. go down there. Okay. Cool. Um, which everybody should go. See. That's the end of March, right? That's uh, yes, the end of March. And it's going to be held in Louisville this year, right? But it's going to be held in Louisville this Louisville. year, right? Yes. Louisville. 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 Right there at the there at the. Uh, everybody knows where that is. Everybody loves going to the Louisville Truck Show. Big Exposition Center. Yeah. We used to go to the one in Dallas, but that's gone. That's gone. Uh, But, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, We do have another call here. You mean I don't get to do another lawyer joke? Please, uh, hold that lawyer joke for... uh, Okay. uh, And if anybody else has any questions or comments or... Complaints. We'll take complaints too. <laughs> Our number is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. And the next one here is from uh, is it is regarding Doctor Preload. Hello, somebody. Pete. 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 I guess I didn't mention. Yeah, I didn't mention the name. 
Uh, Happy New New Year, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You betcha. The question I have is, uh, you know, I'm always um, chasing fuel economy and so forth. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I'd like to do sometime soon is uh, make sure that all my wheel bearings are set properly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got a guy not too far from me here over in Indy um, that is an MD guy. I guess there Mm -hmm. may even be two. Um, over there. Anyway, yeah. What I'm trying to find out is roughly what the procedure is, is, is it before that can be done? Do I have to purchase some of those, those, um, special, uh, axle nuts that lock into place? If they have doctor preload equipment, they have the nuts, right? Okay. But it does involve replacing standard nuts to those nuts. Is that correct? If you're going to use the doctor preload, you need a doctor preload nut. Well, that's the only way to really kind of set that uh, wheel bearing play properly, well, correct? Well, all right. What's the truck you're working on? It's a, it's an 05 Volvo. Yeah. Um, okay, fine. All right, that's fine. That's fine. We know what an 05 Volvo is. Yeah. I'm going to take you through the different levels of adjusting bearings. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I do want to mention before you do that, I did watch your video. Okay. Good. Cool. I did watch your video, and I found, found it very informative, you know, about the, uh, you know, the different um, grooves and so forth and all that's mm-hmm. involved. That's mm-hmm. great. Okay. So, the standard industry for adjusting bearings uses a dial indicator, and you adjust the bearing to a certain torque, you back it off, you put it into a different torque, you put the dial indicator on it, you wiggle the hub back and forth and make sure you're between one and 5,000 cent play. There okay. you go. That's the way everybody is taught to adjust bearings. Then they get out in the field, and in the field, 80% of them tighten the bearing to a certain torque, back it off, tighten to another torque, back it off a quarter turn, lock it up and tell you to go away. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which produces terrible bearing adjustments. Yeah. As we described in that video. Yes. In the nineties, I read an article about using torque to set bearings. Mm -hmm. And the torque idea is that you tighten the nut to a certain amount. It pushes the bearings together and because they're cone shaped, they lift and center the hub on it. And using the torque setting, we found we got much better bearing adjustments starting in about 1990 all the way up until just a few years ago. Right. And it was an acceptable bearing adjustment. It wasn't perfect, but it was a heck of a lot better than the standard. Right. Something mm-hmm. we can do with a torque wrench. During that whole time, we were looking for a better way to adjust bearings. And I, I saw at least four different mechanisms for adjusting bearings did. that were designed by engineers and completely impractical to use in the field. Yeah, wonderful if you weren't in the field. Yeah, lots of junk. All right. Then Dr. Preload came along, and after some years of being able to watch and see what's going on, I came to the conclusion that it was another level above our torque setting of bearings in far as producing quality, precision bearing adjustment. Right. Okay? So, I would recommend Dr. Preload if you have the opportunity to go there. If you don't have an opportunity to use a Dr. Preload, my method of torque setting bearings works just fine. Mm. And so there's my position on adjusting bearings. 
Yeah, the, the the only issue with the uh, the torque setting is, uh, as opposed to using the sleeved assembly or the Dr. Preload, you're going to have to torque it again in not too long, depending on the nut you've got. Every, yeah, I prefer a single nut. I don't like a double nut. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and, and the reason I'm thinking about this all is because I had a, a, a discussion with you guys here a few months back and we had uh-huh. talked about a subtle vibration at higher speeds and you'd asked mm-hmm. me about the symptoms and so forth, mm-hmm. you know, and then you said, Hey, check your, you know, your, um, the, the bearing adjustment. And, right. and uh, I thought, well, you know what, maybe I should just go ahead and invest in that, uh, preload. But if I do the preload, route, if I do that route, uh, I'm going to probably end up with six new nuts. Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, okay. You know what? That's very helpful. Do you have a rough idea what those nuts go for? Are they like 40, 50 no bucks clue. a nut? No, idea. no clue. I'll no have clue. to ask, uh, like Jim's got it. Shannon's got yeah, it. Yeah. Whichever shop you're going, see if yeah. they have Dr. Prito because a lot of them don't have it. Right. Shana, who was just talking to us in Sioux Falls has it. Okay. If they have it, then they can tell you what they sell the nuts for, because I, I don't yeah. get involved in that. Right. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. You're welcome, buddy. Happy have a good day. Year. Yep. Bye-bye. Right. Yes. Bearings. Bearings. It's, uh, it's the closest thing to alignment as far as not being an alignment issue but necessary to get. Yeah. If you can't hold the wheel still so that the tire goes through the footprint consistently, you've got a problem. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, Speaking of consistency, please call in attorney. Do you recall the time when you examined the body? Doctor, the autopsy started at eight 30 PM. Attorney was Mr. Denton dead at the time. Doctor. If not, he was by the time I finished. (laughs) <laughs> Another way to put it. Eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Just please call. Please call. <laughs> attorney, is your appearance this morning pursuant to the deposition notice which I sent your attorney? Witness, no, this is how I dress when I go to work. <laughs> appearance. Cute. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we have we have another twenty minutes to go if we want. We got through forty minutes of this. Uh, Thirty-six. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> what are we doing for lunch today? Well, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's my day to cook. Get your day to so, cook. It's Taco Bell. Oh, <laughs> you didn't cook today. <laughs> All right. Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, how long after tacos do we need to start spraying for you, it's It was before we ate them. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't think any, let's see, I think if there are any beans on yours, we'll just scrape it right off. Years ago, I was working with a fella in a water well service crew. Okay. In the middle of winter, mm-hmm. in Nebraska, right, and we would play what was called stink out. Stink out. We're in the cab of this truck. We're driving from location to location, and it's who can put up with it longest before you open the window. 
In the middle of winter. In the middle of winter. Yes. Not far from where Shane is at right now. Oh, no, it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> we were bad boys. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, you know, we don't need to play that game anymore. No, we don't need to play that game. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you've, you've uh, dug wells. Yep. Well, not really dug wells. Uh, no, they they dug the well 300 feet deep or so. Mm. They put the casing in. And then we would come in and install the pitless adapter and drop the pipe in the pump 300 feet down and hook up the wiring. And we would transfer from the pitless adapter over to wherever the building was they wanted the water lines. Right. And this was happening because we were doing a lot of this in the winter because it got so cold that year that a lot of the old wells in the farm places were freezing over and quitting huh. and they had to have water for the livestock right. and for the, for the residents. And so we were doing a lot of cold, cold well work. Got to oh, yeah. be done now. Is somebody on the line waiting? I, actually, there's somebody coming. All right. Well, as an example, we would go out to service a well, a pump had a problem. So we would, back up the truck, set it up over the pitless adapter, lift the derrick up, pull the top off the pitless adapter, hook up the cable, and start lifting pipe up. Now, they're 20-foot sticks. They're full of water. Yeah. So the one guy, he's... Zero out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 20 below zero. The wind is blowing. We've set up canvas to give us a little protection. We've got a great big propane flame running into the area to give us a little heat. The one guy, he's running the thing, and I'm doing the pipe work. Okay, so I get the two pipe wrenches and I break the joint loose and I put a holder in that they can set the remaining pipe on it. And I tail off that piece of pipe that's hooked up to the derrick and I'm running away and water's pouring out. (laughs) We get it loose. He runs the cable up. I bring it back. We hook it up to the next section of pipe and we lift it again and I break the next one. Now, each time I break it, I set my pipe wrenches down run away, water splashes on the pipe wrenches. They freeze to the ground. I have to grab the torch, run it across the pipes to get them thawed out enough, pick them up, and do another one. This, this was fabulous work. Fabulous work in the cold. In the cold. 20 below zero. Wind chill, 40 below. Wind chill, 40 below. Nice. Yes. That's a... I'm, there were some colorful expressions created for... Yeah, colder than well diggers' ass in January is what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a, one about identifying feathered wear from Bob. Well, it depends if it's a peacock or a chicken. <laughs> Which kind of feather? Different feathers. <laughs> All right. Question for you. Yep. Yeah. These, these newer Bridgestones... They got these like little slices all the way around them. It's getting harder to identify this this feathered wear. What's the mm-hmm. trick? Well, are the slices at an angle to the ribs or the slices in line with the ribs? Uh, in no no uh, against. So they're coming in right at a ninety degree to the rib. Okay, forget about those. You can't use those because when you rub your finger around those, it will feel sharp when you slide across the top of the tire toward the back of the truck and smooth as you slide across toward the front of the truck because that's just like, a, just like a drive tire. Just like a drive tire. It's torque, so you can't count that. It's sliding your hand directly across the tire and back out. Yeah. 
If it feels sharp going toward the frame and smooth coming out, that's feathered work. Right. If it feels smooth going in and sharp coming out, that's feathered work. Right. So compared to the, uh, the, the old style, I mean, you could just swipe your hand, no problem. This, you sort of, I mean, you really have to focus to feel that, to see, yeah. because like I said, those, those little fingers, they're just all over. Yes, and, and they are pain. Uh, I, every time I get to talk to a tire design engineer, I said, please do me a favor and put little half-inch long slices in the tire in the middle of the middle three ribs. Okay? Then you can just take mm -hmm. the tip of your finger and run it back and forth across that little slice, you know, if you got feather quartz. Just, just one finger will do it there. But across, the, across all the ribs, because the slices are uh, the, the wrong way, it makes it hard to see them. You kind of got to... Right. Um, you got to go by the, what the, the edge of the rim says. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. That'll be yeah. it. So do Thank you, you have sir. any? Do you have feathered work? Okay. Do you have feathered oh. work? No, so I came in and I, I bought that um, contraption from you guys a couple of weeks ago, and mm -hmm. I was just looking at it, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, you can't identify any feathered wear up front there. They but, yeah, I was it. towed out a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. hiding it tremendously. Yeah. Yeah, which well, is a what shame. A fine tire. Yeah, but you know what? Okay, it's it's hiding the feathered wear, but you know what it's doing? It's uh, speeding up the tread wear. Yes. So, yeah, the tire's wearing out faster, and it's just not showing right. it to you, which is terrible. I, I think that's a bad deal. Right. And I got another question for you guys. When you guys were aligning, did you guys ever move steering, like? And yeah, you you pointed straight ahead. I mean, I'm off like a couple splines. Am I picking hairs here? Okay, all right. Now you're talking about straightening the steering wheel, correct? Right. Yeah. Okay. On trucks used to have a drag link that was just like a tie rod. You could loosen the two clamps on it. You could turn that drag link, and you could position your steering wheel perfectly straight. Yeah. Got it. Right. They eliminated that because it was too much money to have an adjustable drag link. Plus, they wanted bent steering arms, which didn't lend itself to that. All right? And then, it used to be that you could undo the input shaft at the top of the steering gearbox, lift yep. the steering column off, turn it, set it on, and you could center the steering wheel. Well, then they eliminated that so that that lock bolt only goes in in one spot on the output sh shaft, so you couldn't center the steering wheel there. So the only place left that I know of to center the steering wheel, if you get the bottom of the truck right, you've got the axle square, you've got the toe right, the rear's right, everything is right, and the steering wheel is off, the only way I know of to straighten it now is to pull the steering wheel and set the steering wheel back on. And I don't do that. Because those steering columns tilt and telescope, and they got an airbag in them and electronics, and I'm not qualified to deal with any of that. Well, on this on this Freightliner, you can take it off of the steering box, yeah. but trying to get that damn spline lined up, I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's either that's the pain where you think you move it, then you go back in the truck. Well, shit, damn thing turned halfway around. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. It, it's it's not it's designed to be done right. So it, that's that's the way. I mean, technically, if you have the ability to do it, it doesn't throw you a code in the truck for mm -hmm. steering position. That's how you would find, you know, find it in. Correct. That's, that's exactly Other what you than, do if if it's there. Yeah. 
Now, what I would prefer is I'd like him to go back to a drag link that has a sleeve adjustment on it like the tie rod is. Right. Correct. And even if it's like on a Ford pickup truck where that sleeve is only six inches long, with two clamps on it, and you could turn that thing and you could center the steering wheel, which centers your steering column, which takes care of the codes, everything would be cool. But they don't have that. One little turnbuckle would solve it, but they're not there. They just took that away. So you got a crooked steering wheel. Well, a crooked steering wheel is not so bad. Yeah, I got her dialed in pretty good now, but hey, at least I figured out my tie rod's in the wrong one. There you go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it dialed in perfect, but yeah, I was out a quarter, tightened that up, the back was fine, yep. and I mean, she hangs right in there. Cool. Good. Cool. Well, I'm glad you're happy. I appreciate it. You're welcome, buddy. Thank you you guys. have yourself a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. <clears throat> a happy customer. Yeah, a quarter inch of toe in. Now, just quarter inch of toe. I didn't know if he said in or out. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But you couldn't feel the feathered wear because they're making the tire so stoic that it hides it. Right, right. That Michelin does that so good. Yeah. But the the, the just real quick for everybody's education. Education. The the math on that a quarter of an inch of toe, an eighth of an inch per side because. Uh, it's a one tie rod toes in both sides the same amount. Right. Uh, a quarter of an inch of toe means that you're, it's the same as pushing the steer tire sideways 42 feet every mile. Yep. Well, no, I'm sorry. That's a 16th of an inch of toe. A quarter of an inch of toe is four times that 160 feet sideways per mile, uh, yep. 80 feet sideways for each tire in an opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the amount of scrub that a tire is receiving for having a quarter of an inch of toe. Just on. buffing the rubber right off. Yeah. And, and yeah, the number of states <clears throat> sideways you've, you've gone in 10,000 miles is uh, astounding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that okay. was a math question then. Math. Okay, math. Math. The attorney says <laughs> she had three children, right? Eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Okay, go ahead. The witness says yes, three children. The attorney says how many were boys? The witness says none. The attorney says, Were there any girls? Your Honor, I think I need a new attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that there's like pronouns or something. Mm-hmm. I'm really not sure how this works anymore. <laughs> But uh, it's possible, I guess, that he was uh, just being legal or something. If that's <laughs> legal, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, we're at uh, one clock says the wrong time, but the other one says... Uh, we got 12 minutes left. 12 minutes uh, till, we're, till we the Taco Bell will be here. Okay. Attorney. That I'm Can you describe the individual? He was about medium height and had a beard. Was this a male or a female? Whew. Response, unless the circus is in town, I'm going with male. <laughs> yeah, that's uh <laughs> she got a job as the bearded lady. There you go. Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, all right. 855-950-3835. If anybody wants to call in and, uh, we got 10 minutes to do it at the, on the outside. Now, what, have you got another one? Of course. Uh, okay. I got a whole page of these things. Oh, man. All right. Go ahead. Attorney, how was your first marriage terminated? Witness, by death. And whose death was it terminated? Witness, take a guess. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are geniuses. Yeah. That's uh, that's. You you wonder if it's just dumb or is it just that they have to actually say that? Well, attorney, what is your date of birth? Witness, July 18th. Attorney, what year? Response, every year. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. So the next thing on our agenda is we're what? starting we're getting set up we have videos available on our website we do and i'm trying to get them moved to youtube we're going to move them to youtube we're going to check them update them a little bit plan them into youtube so that more people can see them and hopefully we'll get right. uh, more people educated what we're talking about right right and uh i yeah i might have to do a little more updating than i was thinking I might have to just slap them up there, but if I do just slap them up there, I'm going to be so disappointed in myself because uh, they deserve, you deserve better out there. But they're good videos already. They're they're all right videos, but they're they're poor quality so that the, especially the images that we're trying to show them, if you you had to pull that up on your phone, you probably wouldn't see it. So that's my concern. I need to. I need to make sure that we. Well, really and, but pieces. see, this is this is like I was trained years ago, in another life. Mm-hmm. I was an insurance agent, right? And I went through all kinds of schooling to learn about health insurance and life insurance and general liability insurance and car insurance and home insurance and stuff. <clears throat> and I'm I'm studying. I'm studying. The guy says you need to go out and start talking to people. Right. I said, but I don't know it all. He says, you know more than they do, so go talk to them, and you'll learn more as you get into it. Now, I feel the same way about the videos. <laughs> they may not be perfect, but they're a hell of a lot better than nothing. Well, that's true. That's so, true. Right. I'm encouraging him to go ahead and put them out there. Right. Find MD alignment on YouTube. We've already got a number of videos on there. And we're going to add the rest. We're going to add some more. And then we'll improve them. And, and when we right. do an improvement, we'll try and let people know. And then we've got more videos that we want to make that we haven't made yet. We're going to put them out there, too. Right. Right. And, yeah, we've, uh, I had to review a couple that we already have on there. They're great. They, uh, they, they explain a lot of things that uh, everybody needs to know. And the more people that see it, the better off everybody will be. And they've got phone numbers on them to call if you have questions, right? Oh, true. And the website. And so you got to let put it out there. All right. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're close enough. Uh, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Well, that too. I want a chalupa. A chalupa. <laughs> I actually, I've got I've got one of those coming. I got two of them coming. Yep. Yep. All right. Well. uh I think we're, we're where we need to be. Unless anybody has another question, we're just going to go ahead and call it a, a day. And or I'll we'll give you another attorney joke. On the, what's that, the 12th? 
whatever. Uh, we'll see. Uh, seven days from now. Yeah, seven days, the 12th at noon central. And uh, see everybody then. The attorney says, were you present when your picture was taken? Response, are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>